Welcome to the EHL Alumni Network podcast. I'm your host, Caroline. In this exciting series, we'll dive deep into the journeys of EHL alumni who embarked on a bachelor's adventure at EHL and then pursued master's degrees across the globe. Today, we welcome Lucia Montenegro to the podcast. After graduating from EHL in 2015, Lucia began a career in investment and asset management in the hospitality real estate sector before later doing an MBA at INSEAD in Fontainebleau, France. She's currently head of asset management Germany and Austria for hotel investor and operator Accor Invest. Welcome to the podcast, Lucia. Thank you very much, Caroline. Okay, so you've had quite a journey um, and let's start right at the beginning um, when you were at EHL. Um, did you know then that you wanted to work in hospitality, real estate, finance and investment? So when I was at EHL, yes, that was part of my plan to end up in investment and asset management. Uh, before EHL, I knew that I wanted to go into investment and I did have, since as far as I can remember, a passion for traveling, uh, for learning new languages, etc. But it took me until the end of high school to put the two together. So to say, okay, I want I want to do investment, but I'm also very interested into the whole travel hospitality world. What can I do with it? So that took me until the end of end of high school, and then that's why I took the step to go to EHL. Okay, okay. Um, and during EHL, you did um, several internships. Um, did this help confirm that finance and investment within hospitality was the right way to go for you? Yes, definitely. I think internships generally are a great way to get into a sector or get into an industry uh, kind of as a trial run. Um, it's it's a good test for both uh, for both parties involved, obviously, but for me specifically, yes. So I did my second internship uh, during EHL. It was an administrative one. I did that at Jalel actually in Madrid, and it just convinced, like, it just confirmed the idea of wanting to go into that sector. And so after, at the end of the six months, I did ask my managers um, if I could come back. And obviously they were super happy about it. And that's where I, I ended up after after EHL. Yeah, yeah. And you stayed there for about six years, I believe. Is that right? Exactly. Maybe a bit more even. So yeah, I did I did London after graduating. I went to the London office um, at Jele, which was a pan-European hotel team. I stayed there for, yeah, around four years. And then um, I moved to Madrid to the to the Spanish office. Okay, and what actually was your role at the company? So when I started in London, I did a bit of uh, rotating. I started with the valuations team. I went to operator search. I did some financing, and then I ended up in the brokerage team. And then from then on, I, I did purely investment transactions. And then when I moved to Madrid, I was part of the leadership team there. Uh, responsible for four people and managing the local transactions in Madrid. Well, in Madrid and to be honest, in Spain and Portugal. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you had a pretty solid career before you then decided to do an MBA. Um, I, I know that you had always thought that an MBA was something you would eventually do. Can you tell us why? Why was it needed, do you think, for your career advancement? I generally believe that one should continue, always continue to develop academically. Um, and also in terms of personal growth, obviously you learn a lot of skills at work and you develop professionally, but there's something that is missing where you can, um, yeah, basically invest in yourself. Right. And so it, it, 
it's different from for many different people, depending on what your strong suits are. For some, it will be a more technical master's. For some, it will be a CFA. For some, it will be a PhD. For me, I've always seen myself doing an MBA because I believe it's a good good amount of academical skills that you that you train there but also you also train your soft skills how to be a leader how how does organizational behavior work how does the strategy within a bigger company work right and so for me this was this was always part of my plan and also when i was benchmarking c level positions or uh, board members you'll rarely see anybody that does only have a bachelor they usually have some sort of other degree um and so this is where I see myself and that's what I benchmark myself against and it was always uh, quite clear for me that an MBA was the way to go and who knows maybe I'll do something else after but this was the first step okay okay and I mean you aimed high because INSEAD is has got a a stellar reputation um so obviously that was that was an attraction but what specifically about the course there appealed to you yeah, so when I was applying at um, MBA schools, I did also apply and got accepted to some of the top five U.S. Uh, schools as well. The lead or the the major decision or the major factors that made me go into INSEAD at the end was um, first, it's a ten month program at INSEAD, so you're not as long away from the from the work from business. Um, and the market continues, right? So the U.S. schools are two years' time. So if you're thinking of changing your career, two years is a good time because you can do an internship. It gives you a lot of time to network with uh, different uh, industries. But for me, it was very clear that I wanted to stay in, in hospitality and in real estate. So 10 months uh, was perfect. Uh, furthermore, INSEAD is very similar to EHL, very international. And when you say very international, I mean um, the majority... Like, there's no more than 15 people per nationality. So we were 15 Spanish, there were 15 German. So it's very, you're a minority in, within within INSEAD, which is very cool. And then last point was that the alumni, regardless where they came from uh, in the world, they usually actually stay in Europe after. And so I do see myself in the short to midterm, definitely staying in Europe. Who knows what the future will bring? But that was one of the key factors as well that I said, okay, I do want to have my network around me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fantastic. And can you tell us a bit about what the curriculum involved? Yeah, so you have a core curriculum that everybody needs to do within the first, let's say, um, six months, which involves um, mathematics, statistics, um, finance, accounting, kind of like the, the basics. And then some some marketing, some strategy, some organizational behavior, which is kind of like how do you structure teams? How do you get internal stakeholders? How you, do you push through um, your ideas? So that's very, let's say, core. And then afterwards, um, you have the opportunity to choose your own electives and you can go more into the, uh, hard skills. Um, kind of like, yeah, how do I do M&A? How do I... I don't know, to leverage buyouts, et cetera. So you can really go into those hard skills or you can do, which is more what I did, uh, go further into the soft skills. So there's a lot of, um, let's say, psychology related electives. There's a lot of um, how do you tell your own story? How do you, um, for example, also presenting? How do you present well, et cetera? So you have a lot of those electives. Um, and that was for me a, a key part of, of the MBA because during those 10 months, you also want to develop uh, personally, or at least for me, it was also a, a personal growth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And were you very much choosing those electives um, with a particular career path in mind? Obviously, you had a lot of experience already, but were you sort of looking to change tack or to or to go into 
a different kind of area in your career? Yeah, what I was looking into is more where do I see myself next? What are the roles I'm, I'm inclining into? And obviously, those are roles for me personally, where I lead a team, where I have a big portfolio under me, where I need to strategize and, and, and build on also personal relations. And so this is what I thought, okay, so the electives that I choose, I want them to help me and give me some tools that I can apply after on how to become an even better leader and, uh, and a great manager. So those were the kind of my the path I, I took. But for example, other students um, had more a path of, hey, I want to change industries. I only have 10 months to make it. I need these and these skills. Okay, I'm going for those skills. So it really depends, but it's good that you have a plan before you start in SEAD on what the electives are because otherwise it's 10 months it goes really really fast yeah absolutely absolutely and so yes obviously for you you've said the soft skills are very important um to you and that's obviously something that ehl is very big on so did you feel that um you were very well prepared for your mba but having done your bachelor's at ehl yes and no (laughs) (laughs) so um no for the let's say more uh science-based curriculum so everything that was uh, yeah as I was alluding before like let's say statistics for example um, you're in graduate school you're graduated on a bell curve speak Uh, this means that you will be compared to other peers in your class right and in the class you have really smart people but for example you have um, people that have very strong engineering backgrounds You'll have people that have PhDs in mathematics, for example. And so all of a sudden you're sitting in your statistics exam, you've learned a lot and you think, okay, I'm going to rock this. But then obviously um, other people will, will do much better than you because it's it's what they know. It's their, um, yeah, it's their basics. And so that was a challenge, definitely. Um, on the other hand, as you were saying before, um, EHL has a very good curriculum in terms of soft, soft skills, but also like the overall um, management um, curriculum is very strong at EHL. So, for example, when I had strategy or when I had marketing classes, um, how to position certain things, how to sell certain things, how do you create a whole business plan, what's your strategy? Um, those were, for example, the classes I excelled at in comparison to other peers in my class. So that's why I'm saying yes and no. Overall, uh, definitely it was strong enough for me to uh, to pass uh, overall the MBA program with flying colors. That's all fine. But yeah, you had these few challenges for sure. But it's part of the it's part of the game, right? And it's part of your journey. So. Of course, of course. You can't have the two degrees being exactly the same. Exactly. No point. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, did it meet your expectations, the MBA? I think it did exceeded them, to be honest. Um, I went there for mostly the academic uh, part of it. Um, so, yeah, the classes, the studying, etc., and I came back with a lot of uh, friends that I would say, obviously, you never know, right? But I would say friends for life, if you ask me now, although it's a 10-month program and not a lot of time. Um, also incredible personal growth. Yeah, you get inspired from many people because you've seen they come from all sorts of the world and have all sorts of backgrounds, which at DHL, it's very hospitality-focused because it's great. You have, you have a lot of in common with uh, the students and the alumni there. But after a few years, it's it's nice also to open up uh, the horizon and meet other other people from other industries. So that was very exciting as well. 
Fantastic. And I believe that your husband studied on the same <laughs> MBA as you and yes. you met him at EHL. So I that's quite an interesting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> How was yeah. that experience of studying together again? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a major flashback because again, yeah, we uh, we got to know each other at EHL and started dating at EHL. And then 10 years after we're sitting in the MBA class together. Uh, that was a major flashback, but also we had a little competition going on on, on who could, uh, who had the better answers in class and who had the better grades. So. <laughs> That's quite a motivation. That's probably a good thing to do. (laughs) Um, So after your MBA, you joined Accor Invest, which is where you are now. Um, How did that come about? Was that a direct result of your MBA? Did did the, the experience there or the career coaching that you had help you find that role? Yeah, I think... It's hard to pinpoint exactly. Um, The entire interview process uh, came through my own network that I had built before uh, INSEAD. So it was not um, through INSEAD that I got into um, applying into this opportunity, into this job. However, I do believe that the MBA definitely gave me that extra edge and that extra understanding of what it would take to to excel in this role and to be able to to be up up for the task so i think the mba definitely uh, was a major contributor in terms of in the end getting the job yeah yeah okay um and INSEAD, you've said you've said before incredibly international um and it has a strong alumni network obviously ehl does as well how do you think those two networks together um are going to benefit fit you going forward so i think um it's the best of two worlds. One, you have a very uh, tight network in your own um, industry, so hospitality. However, with the INSEAD network, it gives me a couple of other entries into different industries where you can take a lot from those industries and apply them to hospitality. So, for example, if I think about, I don't know, let's say um, carbon neutrality is a big topic nowadays and a big challenge for um, for the hospitality industry because it's obviously a challenge to combine luxury with um, sustainable practices, let's say. Um, and now, I mean, I'm a phone call away from friends out of the MBA that are, let's say, for ex- doing different startups. There's a few things that you know, out of out of the conversations, um, result in hey, you know what? I could apply it to to my industry and I could apply it to my job. So it's 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 a great way of opening new doors and and collaborating with different industries that you might have not thought about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like there's a lot of exciting potential there for the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, doing an MBA, I know, is a big financial investment as well. Um, to you, was it worth it? <laughs> You'll have to ask me in eight years when I pay off my <laughs> when I pay off my loan for the MBA. But uh, no, honestly speaking, I think you'll you have to see an MBA as not not only an investment in your career, uh, but also in terms of personal growth. I've I've been speaking a lot about this, but um, you know it's a long term investment. There's still a long career ahead of me, right? And so only time will tell. Um, how that how the MBA gives me the the, the extra edge and and uh, puts me puts me in on a yeah let's say on a on a better um, position than maybe somebody else that hasn't done an MBA or hasn't done any um, second academic um, yeah um, learning um, it is a big uh, yeah a big commitment financially speaking however for inset specifically but i believe also with other top mba programs the moment you get accepted 
the school will help you get the financing you need. You'll have many different institutions that will help you out um, be able to finance it. There's also many scholarships available. So if you want to do it, uh, regardless of the money, you, you, can, you can afford it. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, and just lastly, do you have any tips or advice for EHL students who might be considering an MBA? So if you're considering an MBA, I would definitely advise you to go for it. Um, if you're hesitating because you think, oh, maybe I'm not good enough or I don't know, I haven't, I don't have the hard skills, whatever. Um, don't hesitate and don't think you cannot do it because I, I think you'd, you'd be surprised by the amount of, um, of how well, how well prepared uh, you would be to do an MBA. It's just about setting setting your mind to it and setting up a goal and a strategy of how you do the different tasks. So how do you do your GMAT, your GRE, who recommends you um, and have leave enough time to actually really invest time in doing the essays and, and preparing, talking to alumni. So it's, 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 it's a proper plan that you have to do. But if you, you know, schedule it properly and set up your mind, it's definitely possible. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, brilliant great and okay and then just to round off I've got a few quick fire questions for you okay. I'm asking everyone <laughs> <laughs> so first of all what for you is the best thing about studying at EHL at EHL um well it was to meet like-minded people um people that love to travel people that have different nationalities that I don't have to explain you know I'm not only Spanish I'm also German but I don't identify as neither or as both and I've lived everywhere like it was very refreshing uh, to to see that I'm not the only one. Brilliant. And if you could describe your MBA in three words, what would you say? Fun, tough, and very fast. <laughs> Great. And lastly, what's your biggest wish for your career? That I'm happy and proud of what I achieve. It doesn't matter where I go to, I want to try my best. And as long as I'm happy with what I'm achieved, that's the biggest thing I could wish for. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Lucia. Um, we've come to the end of our time, but thank you for joining us. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Join us again next time for more stories from EHL alumni who have embarked on master's degrees across the world. Until then, goodbye.